Riot Squad, a female-powered media agency proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp, September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A dot com. See you there. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to another episode of Your Life, the Mixtape. Uh, my guest this week is one of my dear friends from the worldwide interwebs. Uh, one of my favorite people uh, to see content from one of my favorite people to get their perspective on things. Um, one of the most real, most grounded, coolest individuals um, that I have been fortunate enough to follow on Twitter and Instagram. Please, listeners and friends, welcome De Niro to the show. Hello, sir. How are you? Wow, that, that introduction was so amazing because I feel the same way. I'm good. How are you, my friend? Thank you for I am, having me. I am fantastic. Um, you're a music fan, yes? Oh, totally, totally. Come from a huge music family, so yeah. <laughs> excellent, excellent. So let's dive right on into this thing. Um, let's do from it. The, from the jump, what is your favorite song right now? Man, so it's so hard coming from a family of musicians, producers, like artists and stuff. So it's like, this changes with the second. But I would say the song that I get in my car and play the most is Seven Streeters Guilty. Okay. Or there's another song that I play called Queen. Um, It's by uh, G Flip. I don't know the other artist's name, but it just reminds me of all the important women in my life. And I play that song out really bad, too. (laughs) (laughs) That's, That's awesome. So now we're going to take it back a little bit. Um, what is the first song that you remember hearing? Oh, I love this question. So <laughs> I can remember hearing another Sad Low song by Tony Braxton for the first mm. time. <laughs> yes. And when I heard that bridge at, a, at four years old, I like I, my mom talks about this all the time. Like I literally fell out in tears because it was so beautiful to me. Like. Oh my God, Tony Braxton on that bridge, just, I got chills and I still get chills when I listen to it. Yeah, that's one of my favorite songs of all time. And it is on, uh, actually, I have a playlist that is specifically for driving to work. Mm -hmm. And it's Anita Baker, Tony Braxton, um, Jill Scott, and Heather Headley. That's the whole playlist. Um, Wow. So... (laughs) So, so I'm in my feelings on on my way to work. Um, Especially with Heather Headley, like, oh my god, that's like in your feelings times ten. <laughs> yes. Uh, speaking. Oh, the other song is the other song is Cashmere by Led Zeppelin because my dad always played that. Now, nice. Yeah, <laughs> we're all over the place. <laughs> I like that though. I like that though. 
So Same. speaking of being in your feelings, uh, what is the song that always makes you cry? So uh, Dance With My Father by Luther Vandross. Um, it makes me think of the men that both of my grandfathers were and um, just protectors of family, just unconditional lovers, just really great fucking men. Like, I don't know, every time I hear it, I just think of the relationship my grandfather had on my mom's side too with his daughters. He had seven daughters, two sons. Um, and he just shared a really special bond with all of his daughters, my mom included. So it's just like, it makes me think of the relationship he had with them and then how it translated into his grandkids. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Every time I hear it, I, I, I cry. Like, I, I cry like a baby. <laughs> that's, I mean, if, you, if you're going to cry to a song, by God, let it be a Luther song. Because <sighs> Listen. <laughs> <laughs> he just makes you feel everything. Like, oh man, Luther is so great. He was so great. What is a song that is just absolutely terrible but you love it like it's your guilty <laughs> pleasure song um okay so i had to think about this one because this one isn't a it's not necessarily terrible because i love the artist so rico nasty she's one of my favorite fucking rappers um oh excuse my language <laughs> no 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 you can totally cuss on this you're totally good okay period period so rico nasty is like oh my gosh she's so sick but she has a song like that i listen to whenever i feel like i'm in a rage it's called Smack a Bitch. And it's not bad because of like, it's just bad because of the lyrics. Cause like, I'm such, I try to be a nice person, but like some days, like you just want to smack the shit out of somebody. Like it's just, it just happens sometimes, but you know, that's my song. <laughs> I, I feel like we can all relate to that though. Like there's just some days when you some gotta people, smack yeah, a bitch. People, like, some people just need to be smacked. Yep. <laughs> what is the best song to sing in the shower? this one was so hard this is why i text you before i was like some of these i have two to three four (laughs) (laughs) so it's funny you mentioned heather headley because i wish i wasn't man oh such um, a tune such a great song like that has been etched in my mind since the day i heard it um so i got that one i also put uh daddy lessons the remix with beyonce and the dixie chicks fantastic yes (laughs) <laughs> and the last one was Wonderwall by Oasis. Okay. All right. I like that. <laughs> I like that. That's Wonderwall is only good when it's like played on like a jukebox or a CD, not some mm-hmm. like douchey white kid with a guitar at a party. <laughs> like that's I have to draw the line there. I agree with you. I literally agree with you. I think there's an acoustic version. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Yes. And that one is bomb. Honorable mention, can I say I'm Yours by Jason Mraz? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. (laughs) Another favorite song. What is the song that best summarizes what love is? This song was hard. And I'm mad that I drove between because there's so many. Like I changed, I changed this answer so many times. But I landed on "You Put a Move on My Heart" by Tamia. That is the correct answer. <laughs> like, there's no other. I mean, if I mean, I did go through Tamia's catalog. I mean, you can say "Me," "Can't Get Enough," "Last First Kiss," um, but "You Put a Move on My Heart" is definitely one. 
that yeah. and you the world to me by Tony Braxton too. Yeah. That's, <laughs> those, those are the correct answers. Yes. <laughs> see, I see, I knew that just the vibes, like when you talk about somebody's favorite music, the, the good vibes that you get from someone. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Quincy Jones does not miss. That ever. 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 <laughs> On on the flip side of that, uh, what is the best song about a breakup? Woo! Um, so I landed on Not Gonna Cry by Mary J. Blige. Fantastic, yes. And I'm, is this one, is, is it a, One More Night by Maroon 5? Is, I mean, so we all kind of go through those motions where we might double back. Love is such a, a crazy thing. So like One More Night, like the way they go back and forth is that's yeah this the breakups happen like that sometimes that's those are those are both good good options for that song (laughs) for that question yes agree uh what is a song that you once loved but listening to it now you realize that it's not so great well i actually just put an artist here r kelly we'll just leave it there that's What's funny is um, I yesterday I recorded two other episodes of this show mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. both people I recorded with, that was their answer for this question. Wow. Wow. So that's, I mean, that's a pretty universal feeling. It, it makes it hard because I, I, I love Back and Forth by Aaliyah, but it's just like, oh, like. It, it reeks of R. Kelly. It does. And I feel so bad when it, like every time I have certain things I do when music like that will come on my shuffle, like I'll donate to the human rights campaign. <laughs> like That's... I'll donate a dollar, five dollars, like, cause it's just like, I can't, or like when I go to Chick-fil-A, I'll donate whatever my total is to the human rights campaign just to offset that. It's just like, uh... That's, so, yeah. I, I like that practice. I like that practice. Yeah. Helena on the timeline taught me that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to steal that. Yeah, do that. <laughs> what is the greatest song from a film soundtrack? <sighs> Killing me, man. So I juggled between three soundtracks, and I'll tell you the other two after. So Exhale, Shoot, Shoot by Whitney Houston from Waiting to Exhale. That just, it will never get old to me. Um, but I also thought about Boomerang and The Preacher's Wife. Also correct answers. Yes. Yeah. Um, it, Exhale is one of those songs that takes you through the whole gamut of human emotions in one fucking song. It really fucking does. And it's just like, that's another song that can bring me to, to tears if I let it, because it's, it's just so beautiful. And I, I miss Whitney so much. I do too. I do too. Um, what are the songs from uh, Boomerang and The Preacher's Wife? The Preacher's Wife, actually the whole soundtrack, I can just let ride. Like, it never disappoints me. Um, I have an affinity for Tony Braxton, like, of course. So Love Should Have Brought You Home last night. That just, I mean, Tony's whole, I mean, her whole discography, but like, and she's still kicking. But like, that first album, every single track, like, can just ride. With it no slaps. Problem. Definitely. Every every track slaps on that totally. first album. Every one of them. Absolutely. Like, timeless album. I need to get it on a vinyl, actually. 
And I will say that the Preacher's Wife soundtrack is the best Christmas album of the last 100 years. I would totally agree with you. Yes. I will, I will absolutely die on that hill. And they can bury me next to you. um now switching from movies to television what television show has the best theme song friend what are you doing to me oh man i was so just like all over the place trying to answer these (laughs) um i landed on all that on nickelodeon like tlc like yeah okay and hold on, wait, Cousin Skeeter, 702, Stilo, like, that's my shit. All right, yeah. I can get behind <laughs> that. I can get behind Come that, on. absolutely. <laughs> we got a couple hills we might die together on. That's, you know what? I'm fine with that. <laughs> what is the song that you, when it comes on, you drop everything and you just have to dance to it? Child, let's talk about the fact that sometimes I feel like I don't have rhythm. I need to be like crossfaded to really get up mints. But um, I said, so I have three songs here too. Lose Yourself to Dance by Daft Punk and Pharrell. Okay. Um, that song just makes me feel good. Um, I put also, actually this one has four. So OG Heartthrob by my G Jordan. All right. Um, Saturday Love by Sherelle and Alexander O'Neill. Oh, that's a good one. Oh my God, the feel good vibes from that. It's just, it, I could be so sad and that will lift me out of whatever mood I'm in. And the last one is uh, Square Biz by Tina Marie. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it absolutely is. That is, that is totally. the correct answer, sir. <laughs> the only answer. <laughs> oh man, I can be all over the place. So yeah. What is the song that means the most to you? Not necessarily because of the song itself, but because of the memories you have attached to it. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a piggyback off of Dance With My Father. So My Immortal by Evan Essence. Um, it, that's another song that just yanks at my emotional chains. Um, I, I cry every time I hear that one too. Um, <laughs> so yeah, My Immortal was definitely that one. That's... You know, that that Evanescence album, they're like, I think it's it's the one album of any genre, no matter what you're a fan of, everybody mm-hmm. had that fucking album and everybody totally. banged that fucking album so hard totally. when it came out. Absolutely. Especially that song. Like my parents even were like started to love the song. And I was like maybe what eight, nine or something playing that song. <laughs> That's um gun to your head. What song could you sing every word to and not mess up? Oh, man, too many, but <laughs> uh, my favorite one probably is uh it's, it's a motivates motivates me to I can by Nas. Okay. Uh, I, I used to I definitely would use that as a song to like when I would mentor like Young black boys in community, I would I would definitely use that song to speak to their power. I like that. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. <laughs> what is the song that reminds you of home? <sighs> so many songs call out Detroit, like 
I mean, also like, I mean, Detroit's where I'm from. So, I mean, home, just, I was kind of juggling around what the meaning of home was, but I landed on Welcome to Detroit by Eminem and Trick Trick. Like, okay. <laughs> I play that song, like riding through the Dallas streets. Like, I don't know. It just makes me feel good too, thinking about my hometown. I like that. <laughs> what I just is... wish Eminem wasn't hom- as homophobic as he is. But, uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hate it. What is the sexiest song? okay so you're making me high by tony braxton you are absolutely correct (laughs) and my other one is you already know by 112 like (laughs) i i am going to need for you to stay the hell out of my playlist sir (laughs) like what, what why are you in my catalog right now I told you, man, you got a couple of hooks <laughs> that we're going to dine on together. <laughs> I knew your music taste was similar to mine. Just from getting to know you on the timeline, the, the, just seeing your tweets and stuff, I'm just like, outside of love and combo, like, I just know, like, me and you would just be the best of friends. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> what song do you most relate to? So here's another one I juggled on. Um, I thought about the Caravan of Love by the Isley Brothers because I'm just a person that just loves to operate on just love for all people, love for everybody. Um, And then I also thought about Locked in Closets by Solange from her true EP in 2012. Um, Just, oh my God, the the beat of that song is is just, oh my goodness. I just, the drums, just the cadence of the drums just really kills me. So yeah, and just how she talks about feeling alone in the world and just like, you know, being the other, I guess, um, I related to that a lot. So yeah, those two. Those are fantastic songs. Definitely. <laughs> what is the song that defined your generation? So I struggle with this one too, because I'm just like, can I use Back That Ass Up in slow motion by Juvenile? Even though we were like eight, nine years old, like, is that my generation or should I be saying something like swag surf? Like, because going to Michigan State, that was like pretty much like our anthem. We had kind of made it, but I, I, I stayed with, um, I stayed with back that ass up in slow, slow motion. What's, uh, what's funny is, you know, I, I said I recorded two episodes yesterday. Uh, mm-hmm. Both the songs that you mentioned were the wow. answers to this question. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yep. Well, we, we got great people around us. The great minds think alike. What song is objectively the greatest song ever written? So now that I'm looking at this answer, I'm like, somebody would probably kill me. But I said Crew by Gold Link, Shy Glizzy, and Brent Fias. Okay. Um, it's just that's another just feel good song I mean of course we got classics we could say but like that one is just like that's one of the classics of our time I'd say that okay um yeah I would never know that song had it would have been for Issa Rae and Insecure so uh that's where I fell in love shout out to Issa and Insecure for that um period hopefully hopefully she's listening and in my mind she's a fan of this show uh, <laughs> oh, she knows who you are friend she knows who you are <laughs> uh what is 
what is the song that you've listened to the most? So I had to I had to reference my iTunes top 25 most played. And so at the top was sitting uh, SWV's Anything Above the Rim remix. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, totally. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Clearly, that is that is the answer to this question. Yes. Like, um, why would it not be? Why is that not everybody's <laughs> most listened to song? Um, <laughs> Those are, these are the hard hitting questions that we're going to get to the bottom of. Um, Seriously, I'm, the people want to know. I'm, I'm going to run for Congress and my entire platform is going to be, why, why, why is an SWV song not your number one most played? <laughs> That's my whole fucking platform. <laughs> well, you know you got my vote, friend. <laughs> <laughs> what is... No, SWV is really great, though. From Their whole catalog is another... <laughs> just can't you can't miss it's true it's true what is what's the worst song you've ever heard so here's another one that i just put an artist for kodak black like i the misogyny like guys it it just permeates so deeply like I, i i cannot bring myself to even look at that man um so yeah anything kodak black makes that's fair that is that is completely fair. Yes. <laughs> what is the song that you consider to be your theme song? Ooh, uh, I got the juice by Janelle Monet and Pharrell. Oh, I love it. Just like that's it's just like I love when like women just talk their shit like and she is talking class shit on that album like that was probably one of the best albums I've ever heard in my life is that Janelle Monet album. Yeah. I, that, that Janelle Monet album still like it, it boggles my mind that she was up for a Grammy in the same category as the wet lint trap that is post Malone. Like I'm still absolutely infuriated by that. It's just like that's so mediocre compared to her. Yeah. Like for what? Like she gave us on that album, she gave us Django Jane. Like, and that's another track where she's just rapping and talking her shit. Make me feel normalizing bisexuality. Like, come yes. on, the range. And Post Malone is just giving you unwashed legs. And like Janelle gave us visuals and she gave us just yes. She gave us like for Everything. me. She get, for me, it was just like, it felt like Thriller. It felt like yes. what Thriller made me feel like. Yes. Um, and Thriller, I mean, also, like, you know, Lady Gaga's art pop reminds me of Thriller, too. So yeah. that was just a really solidifying album for me, for her. It was just like, she's in her lane, in her bag, 80 miles it was, it was very much, um like as culturally impactful as Beyonce's Lemonade was for me. Yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like Beyonce gave Lemonade for the black culture. Janelle Mm -hmm. Monae gave that album for the black culture as well as the LGBTQA 2S plus culture. So yes. Totally. And then Adele gave us 30, which is the equivalent to a white woman's lemonade. That's. (laughs) I. 
Okay, I'm 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 gonna share something, and this could this could be the moment where I lose everything. Lose it. Let me help. Let me see. Um. So, twenty five was a banger. Start yes. to finish. Oh, totally. Can we talk about how you can twerk to send my love to your new lover? Like, also, yes, yes. Um, Great. <laughs> You know, no, no skips on 30 on, on 25, no skips, none mm-hmm. start to finish. You're in that you, you feel it. You believe it. Uh, 30, with 30. Right. There's about four good songs on that whole album. Really? You didn't, you didn't like, I, so I liked it. I liked it about as much as I like 25. It's, mm, uh, there's, there's, there, there's, there's some skips on it for me. Um, I want to talk to you about that offline. <laughs> <laughs> there are, there are, there, are, there are some skips on it for me. Um, you know, it's, it's good. It's a fantastic album. We waited for it. I'm gonna, I paid for it. I'm gonna fucking enjoy it. Um, but it's, it's not the start to finish album that I wanted. I can understand. I totally get that. I totally get that. I do love the track where she's talking to her son, My Little Love. Oh, my goodness. That song puts me the fuck through it every time. Every Same. fucking time. The minute Same. the minute that baby's voice comes on, I'm finished. I don't yes. even have kids. I don't like kids. But the minute that baby's voice comes on, that is, that is my child, and I am feeling that whole moment. You're like, I am the father. That's right. That's right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt your mama. Like... <laughs> no seriously like yes the minute you hear his voice and just children are so pure like i just i just love the babies man and just oh my man just oh her talking to him just really made me just like tear up yeah and that and that moment at the end of the song where she's just talking about how like she feels alone and usually she'd be okay with that you know i got me in my kitchen floor fucking crying like i know girl me too me too yes yes Mm -hmm. absolutely I will say Adele always kind of can bring out the tears in us, but with 30, she pulled out our chain, emotional chains in a different way. Yeah. Um, one, I, I, will give, I will give credit to 30. There are some Amy Winehouse moments mm-hmm. on 30 that I really appreciate. Ooh, okay, okay. Which um which which um which songs put you in the mind of anyone else? Um, hang on, let me look. Let me look. I gotta I gotta pull up the track list. Take your time. Easy on me. I would say easy on me was um, it was definitely good. I, I definitely love hello more. Like when it comes to the breakout track. Yeah. Um, but easy on me. I mean, you know it. it it did what it needed to do. Like, I think we all can go back to a place where we felt what we, what she was discussing or talking about on Easy On Me, like where you tried, you've given it your all. And you can even talk about, you know, not even just in romantic love, like in any type of relationship where you felt like I've given it all I can. I just, I'm at, I'm, I'm at capacity. Like I've reached my property line. I can't do no more. Yeah. Okay. So on 30, um, cry your heart out. Okay. And uh, I drink wine and love is a game. 
those Love are yes those are those are those those have got real heavy amy winehouse vibes to them and mm-hmm. i'm not mad about it totally not totally not especially the last one like that one definitely yeah like the other two i'm going to definitely listen to again um right after we get off of this <laughs> after but yes oh man anything that's an ode to someone like amy winehouse it's, it's just Amy is another one. Like any track that I can just put on and just listen to at any time of the day, just and it makes me feel good. Yeah. Uh, also, shop party of songs. Yes. <laughs> what What is the song that you always put on a playlist? Tanache Hopscotch. Nice. Like another feel good. Like people don't get Tanache the credit that she deserves. That woman, she's like, when you talk about in your lane, somebody who's in their lane, confident in themselves, like, and just knows their sound. She had like Tanache, I think of Janae Aiko or, you know, you know, specific people who have a specific sound that they know and they're capitalizing on. And it's, and it's great. But like Tanache is just fun, feel good. Like she has so much range. I just, oh man, I love that track. I love that track so much. There, um, there is a remix of um, Nick Jonas's first solo single, "Jealous," um, mm-hmm. with her. And, yeah, and Tanache is featured on it. I have it. Her feature on that song elevates that song. Agreed. Like, just it takes it from okay, this is a good, you know white boy dabbling in r&b song and takes it to this is a hit why wasn't this the same exactly exactly and it's just like why y'all keep trying to shove justin bieber now i don't like justin (laughs) i used to like bieber but like his old last album like it's just like what this man he think he martin the king or something like i just i don't know i don't know that's one i can't listen to but that Jealous remix with Tanache? Yeah. And we can also talk about Tanache's features too. Like Tanache had a feature, All Hands on Deck, but she had a remix with Iggy on it. Yeah. That was actually pretty decent too. But I mean, I also give Iggy some, I don't listen to all her stuff, but I think Iggy is decent in some spaces. Right. I, I feel like, Iggy would have been more successful if she had dropped the very put on black mm-hmm. scent. Yes. And stayed yeah. very much a white blonde lady from Australia. If she had played that and stayed there in that, she could have been just wildly successful. Agreed. A white girl who just happens to love rap music. Exactly. And giving O's to all the the the, the women rappers who, who who she loved. Like that would have like when authenticity just like you can feel authenticity and like it just it it is it resonates with people. Yeah. But um, you know, everything everybody's gotta put on a show for something. It's I mean it's like um you know, you were talking about Justin Bieber a minute ago. Um, mm. when Justin Timberlake put out um, that album, the 2020 experience, 
man, talk about it. Um, I, I will say this. I have not listened to the album and I will tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> I looked at the track listing mm-hmm. and there are probably five or six songs that are like seven and a half to eight minutes long. Mm-hmm. And there are in... For me, there are three artists on the planet who have the chops to do that and who are allowed to do that. And and those artists are Prince, Sade, Mm -hmm. and Anita Mm -hmm. Baker. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Especially Sade. Yeah. Like, Soldier of Love is, what, five, six minutes? And I will listen to Soldier of Love until the fucking wheels fall off. Yeah. And it, you know, for the whole six minutes of that song, it it goes hard. Totally. And then the visual, like, goes even oh, yeah. fucking harder. <laughs> yeah. I totally feel that. Like, and, you know, I used to love the 2020 Experience album, but, like, uh, yeah, I, I totally get what you mean. Like, sometimes it's just like, okay, speed it up. But I will say, you know, the 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 cadence of the song will change maybe three minutes in and like, it'll be a completely different sound. So, and I think that was an album where Timbaland was heavy. I think so. So anything Timbaland like is got his hands on, like you want to be like, okay, what's T with this? So um, I think Timbaland was on that, if I'm not mistaken or some. Uh, no, 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 no. Timbaland was on uh the his second studio album the uh future sex love sounds album that, okay 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 that was so, that was the one that had like sexy back and all that on it okay so i'm thinking of another producer then because i mean the 2020 experience did have a, a great sound to it but yeah I, I totally get where you're coming from like i'm not giving justin Timberlake seven minutes <laughs> yeah no i mean i'm sorry like i just i you know unless unless you are an artist that you know i will go hard for you know i'm not i'm not giving you seven eight minutes of my life on one song absolutely like adele would reserve that for maybe but like justin Timberlake, probably not yeah no like you know you you did janet dirty like i was just about to say (laughs) you you get sir you get three minutes and 45 seconds if the song is not finished by then if i've not heard the whole fucking story i'm hitting skip like I'm sorry. I'm gonna, give, I'm gonna give him about thirty seconds. If I'm not, if it's, it's like double dutch. If I can't find my way in, like I'm not, I'm, I'm walking right past. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, real talk, like, like I love you and sexy back are his only good songs. Uh, Summer love, yeah. Summer love is no, can't, can't do it. Nope. Uh, Summer love was such a vibe for me. End of time with Beyonce. No, but I'll give Beyonce credit for collecting the check on that one. Period. I'm you know, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's it's the same thing she did when you know she did that feature on um, that Ed Sheeran song. You know, very show true. up, show up, show out. You know, and leave. make him feel bad about himself. Collect your check and leave. Like, you know, Blue Ivy sent her over there. Like, look, we here for the bag and the bag only, sis. Like, right. Period. It's over. Yeah. You will never convince me that Blue Ivy does not run that fucking household. Oh, we know she does. We know she does. Blue always, Ivy's always ran that household. Yeah. Um, my, I think, I think my favorite memes of all time were shortly 
after Homecoming came out and there were all those shots of Blue at the rehearsals. Yes. And people would like do the captions. <laughs> or what about when she was in Houston and they were passing out food and she's holding her nose. Yes. She's like looking down at the crowd with this stank face. Just like. <laughs> like it's, it's Blue Ivy's world. We're just living in it, man. Like. <laughs> Or what about the one where she's like sitting next to, uh, she's sitting between Blue and, uh, or she's sitting between J and B at the basketball game. And she's like, look like she's reprimanded B about something. <laughs> I'm like, this girl just runs everything. <laughs> you know she does. I mean, I mean, how, she's what, 10, 11 years old and she's a Grammy winner? Dude, like crazy. Like she's- so crazy. She's got um, an, an, an entire, like, Adidas fashion line named after her. Like, and then just release a collection named after her? Halls of yeah. Ivy? Yeah, like, what are we, what? And did you, you know? see the, and like, just the thinking about the way the world used to treat her, like, when she, like, her hair, her hair, like, now look at me. Right. Now look at me. Like, y'all wearing, y'all, y'all wearing my name, which I was talking about. I just love Beyonce. <laughs> I do too. I do too. Oh, man. So, the day has come, my friend. You Although are... he comes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are at the gates of heaven. And they are making a mixtape of your life. What's the song that opens that mixtape? The irony of us talking about Beyonce and Homecoming. Because the I've Been On Homecoming remix... Like, I told my crew to smack that chick. Of course, I'm never going to smack a chick. But, um, like, just uh, the, the whole idea of that song. I remember when the visual dropped, you just see that her, like, draped in just uh, clean attire, man. Like, she just, yeah. they opened the door for, like, just that whole, that was a moment I became a fan. Because I used to be a real big Beyonce hater. But then I had to realize, like, this is a reflection of self. And everybody that I look at now who hates Beyonce doesn't really like themselves. Uh, from my perspective, that's just my how I observe it. But yeah. um, the confidence in that song and just the way she taught, like I just love when black women talk their shit on a track. That's that's it. That's it. I want you to know, like I've been like I've been on. Like, yeah. When you hear that beat drop, that's me. And I I liked that you know in the homecoming performance, it was woven into everything else. And you didn't realize until, or at least I didn't realize until the album came out that that was like a track. Yes. That was a whole track. And like, you know, I, I have the album. I, I, I listen to it before I record every one of my mm-hmm. shows. It's, it's a ritual. Um, oh, yeah. If I don't listen to it, the show is shit. For you know what's so crazy? I listen to like whenever I need like the last few jobs I've gotten, I've listened to I've been on before I walk in the interview and I've gotten every single job after. Yeah. Or I'll play like the album while I'm working out and the whole album will ride. And it's one of the best albums to work out to. Yeah. Um, but so, I remember the the first time that I've been on came through and I went, Oh, oh right. shit. Okay, okay, yes, 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 I'm in this. I'm in this now. I'm in this. I'm in it's win it. Yeah. Cause that dropped actually with that drop with the self-titled album. Because it was essentially, wasn't it a not necessarily a skit, but 
wasn't it not a full song? I want to yeah, say. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think it was a full song until Homecoming. Yes, 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 yes. Then she made it a full song. Yeah, but that like just that bow down like I just man when Beyonce started talking her shit and like even on the the Carter's album like rapping Beyonce like I was not ready. I wasn't ready either because she outraps a lot of my favorite rappers. Yeah. Like I would listen to her rap over Nas and Nas has always been one of my favorite rappers. Like Beyonce will eat Nas up. Yeah. I want to see her do a rap battle, like a cypher or something, please. That would be, that would be so sick. That would be so sick. I would have an aneurysm probably. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> like just snatched absolutely bald. Seriously, like set my wig on the passenger seat, please. Yep. I will I will I will collect it from outer space, man. Thank you. <laughs> my wig is in Pluto's moon's orbit. That's right. That's right. And it's it's gonna stay there. <laughs> oh man, this has been so fun, friend. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for coming. Um listen, is there anything that you would like to plug or if you would uh, like to drop your social media handles for um, the people listening at home to give you a follow if you'd like to do that? Um, yeah, my social media handle, uh, you can find me on Twitter um, at xdeniro, um, D-E capital N-I-R-O. Um, Instagram is, is linked to my Twitter. Uh, as far as plugging anything, support Black women. Um, Support Black women if you want to support Megan. Also support Madam Vice President. Um, you know what I mean? Like, duality exists. Uh, that woman walks and chews gum every freaking day. And I see people shit on her day in and day out, and it pisses me off. Um, it, it really bothers me, actually, how people will say, oh, Breonna Taylor this, and, you know, Black women this, and then they tear her down. And it's only because they don't understand the spaces that, they, that she's in. They don't understand how civics works. Um, and if they just quiet it down just a little bit, from somebody who also was a former Bernie supporter, I had to quiet down and realize I was talking over Black women. Um, listen to the ones that you guys claim to support and support all Black women, not just the ones that you love or your faves or the pretty ones or the ones that you think are pretty because all Black women deserve love and support. Right on. That is, that is fantastic. Um, thank you again for being here, sir. This, this has been an absolute blast. It has been a pleasure to have you. Um, and anything... Anytime you want to come back and do any of the other shows or whatever, um, you know where to find me. I've got a place for you always. I'll be sending you an IM to set that up after this. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and that's it for this week's episode of Your Life, the Mixtape. Uh, be sure to like, subscribe, or follow the show wherever get wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss an episode. Uh, if you enjoy this show, leave us a five-star review on your favorite app so more people can hear the show and we can keep making episodes. If you didn't enjoy the show, ignore everything that I've just said and have a lovely day. <laughs>